Wow. Wow. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Rave. I'm with my friends uh, Dustin and Issa. Uh, so this is our brand new podcast. You know, back then we used to have this thing called the Minecraft Survival Podcast. It wasn't a real podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is also available on Spotify and Apple Music or like Apple Podcast or whatever it is. I'm not sure what it's called. Anyway, this is called the Crossworld Podcast. Why? Because uh, we are around the world, basically. Isa's in Cali, Dustin's in Arkansas, I'm in Singapore, and we're basically doing like this podcast, which is like also in crossplay games. So I think that's a cool idea. So this is also a gaming podcast. So you know, it's really cool. It's really cool. So hey, Dustin, how you doing? Isa, how you doing? Not bad, good, not bad. I'm good. Yeah. Just exhausted from work. Yeah, exhausted. Oh, man. So, we don't want to say exactly like what you guys work as because... Yeah, I'm just listen. exhausted. But yeah, it's, it's insane. Your job's... Uh, I mean, I would rather have that job than... Um, you know what no, I no, used no, to no. have. You wouldn't want this job. <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I mean, what I mean is like I'd rather have something like a little bit different. You know what I mean? Like, mm. what I've been doing is just so, uh, so long, so long. Anyway, so we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about the, the game awards, mainly about the awards themselves and like games that deserve. You know, like, discuss about, like, do the games deserve these awards, the games not deserve it, uh, so on and so forth. So, I think, let's start this off. I think we should go with something really small, uh, but also something that we care about. Best multiplayer game, uh, because it's, like, cross-play, best multiplayer, hand-in-hand, hand. uh... What do you guys think the nominees were Borderlands, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, Tom Clancy's Division 2, Apex Legends. I think out of all this, I've played four of them. No, three of them. Dustin's played three of them. Issa's played two, I want to say. What do you guys What do you guys think of the nominees? Mm. Well, I always loved Apex. I've always liked Apex. I think, I think... Like, even when their Battle Pass came out, it wasn't really... I didn't like it that much, but... I mean, I still played it. It didn't, like, change the game at all, really. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. Like, when you introduce a Battle Pass, it should be... Not, uh... It should not change... Not Modern Warfare? I mean, it shouldn't be, we'll get to that one in a bit, but what I mean is like, it shouldn't be like, oh, you you played, uh, here, here's Battle Pass, and then be like, oh, okay, cool, uh, if you buy the Battle Pass, you get certain characters completely free, and if you don't have it, you just don't get it. Like, you can unlock cosmetics, which is, honestly, skins. Operators are not skins. Operators are like literally characters. Like you model characters and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. should not be locked, right? And I think Apex yeah. did really well with that one. Like Battle Pass, it's yeah. so like you can you can still get any new person that they throw in. Yeah, and yep. it's you just fair need to, to everybody. Work for it. That's yeah. it. and it's completely fair to everybody too. Like you, you can't. But technically, you you can purchase the new character too. You can purchase the new character, but yeah, it's, it's not but it's like not that game changing. Yeah, like the weapons, the and weapons are you know. And also, like you know, when I when I think about it, it's also like not like um. Uh, <coughs> it's not like you have to have the battle pass or else you can't get the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more fair. It's just it's the like, skin. Yeah, it's just like. Wise. Yeah, and if the battle pass ends, I wouldn't. I wouldn't it. argue against playing Apex again. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we'll do it at some point. I think we need to. We we yeah, do. but we got a lot to do. <laughs> we have 
a Wait, ton to do. So, if we do play Apex, uh, which platform? I think we'll do I just play wanna... PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation? Alright. So, so, I think Apex Legends is by far one of the best in terms of how they did it. Multiplayer wise, it's fair. It's not like. Plus, I think it's the best battle royale game. Yeah, that is number one. I think there's no battle royale that's better. Uh, PUBG was pretty good. I know y'all don't really care much Fortnite. for it. But... Sorry. Unless, like you know, you're those people that are into Fortnite. No, I mean if yeah. you're into Fortnite, that's fine. You know. But it's not. It's. It's not different from a lot of other games. They just take other game stuff and then they put it in their game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's not really like, oh, it's definitely better and blah blah. It's definitely not that. I feel. Then, uh, then we're going to the next game that was nominated, Borderlands <coughs> Three. What do you guys think? I've not played it. I think he says not I played it. I still haven't beat it yet. Yeah, I haven't. I'm still working on it. So what do you what do you think like is the game changer for Borderlands 3 compared to like other Borderlands games? It just feels different when you play it, dude. Oh. Like I can't explain it. <laughs> like everything just feels so much better like aiming and like moving around and stuff. I think one thing like watching from gameplays and trailers and all that, one thing I really enjoy about uh, Borderlands 3 is the fact that they have guns that shoot guns. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff really is like wacky, but it's like it's not like stupid. Yeah. It's just funny. I think they did a good job. I'm from what I've played so far, I love it. Yeah, I I really love it a lot. I just wish like, y'all had it so I can play it with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just waiting for the next sale. Yeah, I I think the next sale. I think it's a game that people should buy for the sale. No, because it's like nominated. Christmas anything. is coming soon, so. Yeah, Christmas is very soon. You guys are watching this. We recorded this on 14 December. We we might do live stuff next okay. time, but I'm not too sure. But yeah, I think Borderlands 3 is one of those games where it's like it got bad publicity because of the PC side, but it still sold yeah. a lot. So I don't really see anything about it. And I honestly think like it's one of the best games that came out recently when it comes to like um, RPG and like multiplayer wise it's just such a good game but because me and Issa didn't play it we got not much to talk about <coughs> so let's move on to the next one uh, this one I think is gonna be interesting because okay we'll skip call of duty we'll keep that for last it didn't win the award but we'll skip that for last tetris 99 i know you guys have not played it it's a switch game and it's only for well, nintendo online if it's like you know if if it's like it's any other tetris it's weird so it's, it's it's like any other tetris but it's a battle royale it's okay. basically 99 people playing tetris at the same time and it's what the fuck? Yeah. Can, wait, it's, is that the one that you can get on Switch? Yeah, you can get it on Switch with Nintendo. Oh shit, I'm gonna go and get it. I'm gonna get it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's by far the most weirdest Tetris I've ever played. Granted, like what you said, Isa, it is Tetris. So, it's not much change to it. But you can attack like other players and stuff like that. But it's... Mm -hmm. In the core, it's, you know, it's Tetris. You can't really well, say well, much about it, you know? for battle royale tetris i understand it will be interesting because there's already like a tetris competition right there is there is so yeah it's, so it's like that. it's it's just making it into like instead of 1v1 mm -hmm. it's like you're basically trying to find who's the best out of the basically 99. it is basically it is and the weirdest thing about tetris 99 is like there's a lot of information on screen because there's 99 players, right? They have to fit 99 mm -hmm. players on screen. Yeah. And there's so much information that when I played it, I didn't know what I'm doing. So it's like, do I concentrate on my screen? Obviously you do, but also at the same time, like, 
oh, I want to peek at like other players and you know see what they're doing and stuff like that. It's it is really a strategy game. Yeah, it really is. It. Yeah. And it's very good multiplayer game for Tetris. And it's mm-hmm. saying something. It's a Tetris battle royale. So it really is a lot of stuff. So it's uh, it's basically mixing old school with new school, you know. Yeah. Adding a new school touch. And it's really like uh honestly Imagine it's Space Invader did, did that. Oh, I would <laughs> love to play that. I love Space Invaders. I love Space Invaders so much. The good old days. So the last game, the next game, none of us have played. So I think we'll just skip it. It's Division 2. Uh, but we'll skip it because we've never played it. So let's go to the one I thought that you played it. I've not played Division 2. I played Division 1. And mm-hmm. it's by far completely a different game than Division 1. But I don't want to discuss about something that we've never played. So let's go to the l- the last game that I kept for best multiplayer game nominee. Uh, it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So we oh just played God. it. We we <laughs> lag. Lisa was lagging hard. Yeah, for I- I'm lagging. I don't know why. And my yeah, my internet doesn't even matter how hard you try. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's weird. Modern Warfare. This is where we were talking about like Battle Pass earlier, where it's like, I think. Oh, my left Joy-Con battery is low. Cool. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Anyway, so like, like I was saying, like it's very weird for in terms of um, Call of Duty's Modern Warfare Battle Pass just came out, and by far is one of the most like uh, not good kind of. Modern Warfare Call of Duty Battle Pass because it's a f- one of first of all it's a free it's not a free game right it's not a free game and yeah. I get it they want to have like oh we we we, we want to have it like constantly available we don't want it to be like um you know we don't want it to be like oh uh you have to buy DLCs we want to we want to support the DLCs for a very long time and and stuff like that. But at the same time, it just feels like um, a game where it's just uh, the battle pass doesn't feel right. Like the base mm-hmm. weapons, they are in battle pass, but you can buy a two thousand coin battle pass or two thousand four coin battle pass, and you can skip twenty levels, which means you get the very first base weapon immediately. So it doesn't feel like it's a yeah, you're basically purchasing a gun. Yeah, it's pay to win, it feels. It's Instead of working hard to get yeah. the gun. And you can actually buy your way through to level 100 in the battle pass. So it's even yeah. more worse. You can actually buy everything. And I'll get your thoughts on the battle pass real soon. But I just want to put out also one more thing, which is blueprints they actually matter a lot in the game uh and uh it's just so weird that blueprints are also part of battle pass but they're locked to battle pass because they're game changers they actually increase your stats and stuff like that so it's just weird but that's me what do you guys think of um the battle pass so far over for (laughs) call of duty Modern warfare uh, it's really okay. The cosmetic part is good. Okay. I like the cosmetic part. Yeah. But the gun part, where you know, you gotta level up to get the gun. Yeah. And then, but other people can just you know purchase the gun. Yeah. Without even you know doing. It's. Or playing that much. Yeah. That's that's. That's the thing, right? Like, it's such a weird decision they made. But Dustin, what do you think of uh, the Battle Pass? I know you you bought the Battle Pass. Yeah, you I have a different uh, perspective than us, I would say. So, what do you think about the uh, uh, Battle Pass right now? I think it wouldn't be some, so bad if, like, everybody could have a chance to unlock the same thing 
I guess if, yeah. uh, if that makes sense. I think, mm-hmm. for me personally, I just feel like Call of Duty, they should have... Activision and Infinity Ward should have made it like... Oh, like gun skins and calling cards and emblems and sprays and keychains and watches. They have so many cosmetic stuff that doesn't do anything to help you in the game. And they should have let those be like locked. And those that you, you have a chance to unlock should have been stuff like operators, which is literally new content. Uh, and also... Um, Another thing which is very important is the blueprint. I think that is what yeah. they should have done. But then again, you'll never know. So, that's the thing. Uh, so, I think, is, do you guys have anything to add about like Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Like, what do you guys... Really, not that much. But, uh, as long as they fix the, the gun part, I'm fine with it. Yeah, like, the Ram 7. I fucking love the gun. Yeah. Yeah. But some people, it's, you know, they gotta play yeah. a lot to get the gun. Yeah, it's, it's like, to me, it's like, oh, cool, it's a great gun, but I, you have to struggle to get that yeah. gun. If yeah. you, if you don't want to pay money for it. You know? they, they should try doing something I mean, I like paid for the battle pass and even skipped 20 tiers. Yeah. And yeah. it Sk- still took me o- almost a week Yeah, just to get the gun. That, that, that's true. But skipping that part, um, I don't really mind if you buy to skip because you're basically saving so-called time. But for the gun-wise, I... Yeah, I that, don't think they should, you th- know, lock it behind that thing. That's right. Like I think base weapons just downright should not be in battle pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It Cosmetic, okay. Like uh, what Apex and Fortnite did. Yeah. yeah. So every time they release a new gun, just leave it. Just it's already playable. Yeah. You can just. Don't yeah. You can just use it. You just gotta find it. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta find it. The so the only thing in now? their battle pass is the com- cosmetics. Yeah, I think that's pretty much agreed. Maybe some Call of Duty players they see it differently. That's fine if you see it differently, mm-hmm. but uh, this is what we personally think. And uh, with that, let's go to the next thing that we actually care about, which is uh, I would say best. Uh, I think what we should talk about is game of the year. That's I think Minecraft. A lo- okay. That's Minecraft. a lot. Of, we'll talk about <laughs> Minecraft later. So Minecraft is going to come up. That's game the last thing we'll talk about. Minecraft. So let's talk about game of the year. So they have, um, I think one, two, six nominations for this. So we'll go in order. Um, okay. So let's go with number one, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. What do you guys think of Sekiro? Oh my god, I still need to beat that game, but I love playing it. You love playing it? That game is good. It's, it's hard, but it? good. Yeah, I played okay. it. So I'm the only person who's not played the game, so I don't really have much of an opinion on it. But I do own the game, so I'll most likely play it. <coughs> um, all, all I can say is, if you... If you... How is it? If you don't uh, start at the, the beginning, you won't have any idea how to dodge parry and stuff oh. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is my... if you go m- halfway in the game, it's like literally hell for you, man. I think this is this is, this is is the first... You, know, you talk about that, right? Which reminds me... This is a From Software game. So, I think this is the number mm. one question to ask. Because it's a From Software game. How does it compare with something like Dark Souls and Bloodborne and all that? Oh shit! What what would it's it's it, like? It's the perfect game, like in between. It's not really? too hard, but it's not too easy. Yeah, dude, yeah, like I've struggled. Exactly, like, exactly that. Okay, like, so you know I've played all the Dark Souls. I beat the shit out of Bloodborne. Yeah. And Whoa, like Sekiro, just like it changed everything, dude. It's it's crazy. It's not the same game. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So this, I'm not sure if you guys know, but Sekiro uh, is a 
spiritual successor to another game. It's called Tenchu. So have you guys played Tenchu before? Oh nope. Okay, First so time hearing it. Tenchu is a PS One and I th- I want to say it's also on PS Two. Uh, it's one of the most hardest games. It's a very ninja game. It's a ninja <coughs> game. It's very difficult, but I love playing Tenchu. I beat the game. I've never beaten the game because I was maybe ten minutes when I first heard of it. And but it was honestly like one of the most Wait, fun. Well, was the main character a female? It's both a female and a male. And Sekiro. I think is I might. It, PlayStation Two? No. Yeah, PlayStation Two. Also have. It. Oh, I might have gotten it. Yeah. Yeah, my my bro so, is spicy. To me. When I look at Sekiro as a spiritual successor to Tenchu, I think from all the gameplays I've uh, seen from all the, uh, everybody else, to me, honestly, it is truly a spiritual successor to Tenchu because of how difficult but um, ninja-like, I would say, it looks. Because Tenchu yeah. is truly a ninja game. Like, you have, like, ninjutsu and stuff like that so does Sekiro in terms of like we we know it's hard but not too hard like Dustin you said but how would you guys compare it to uh, a ninja like feel to Sekiro mm, the only like wise. ninja game I've played other than Sekiro is Animusha and uh, that's not even that's not even like a ninja game yeah, that's more like Samurai. But, yeah. Uh, Ninja Garden, then. Oh, Ninja Garden's good. I think they might have a new one coming out soon. I'm not too sure. I hope so. I, I can't remember which one I played. Because oh, it was so long so ago, many. but... Yeah. But I liked it. You said what were you going to say? It kind of reminds me of Ninja Garden a little bit. Oh! Okay, I was not expecting that. But Ninja Garden is hard by itself. It's really hard by itself. So Isa, what do you think? Y'all making me want to play Sekiro again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, one game of the year. It's really good. I I still haven't beat it, and it bugs me. I like I was stuck on a boss for so long, and Mm. after I beat him, I just kind of (laughs) like took a big break. (laughs) It's a good game, though. It's a really good game. I remember when I was in Japan. It was the time when. Uh, they were about to release uh, Sekiro and we were walking past a few shops like game shops and they had a huge poster of Sekiro Shadows Die Twice but in Japan it's a little bit more celebrated compared which is interesting because From Software is a Japanese company right but Activision Mm -hmm. is the publisher so I was like wow this is so weird like Activision is Pushing so much for Sekiro, and it's just weird. So let's talk about uh, another game that's also in. We know we don't. I don't think any of us or any one of us have played Control, but I just want to do a passing remark that Control is by Remedy, and just because of that fact, Control is by far one of the best narratives. I would assume. So just that, just just a fact for me personally. Uh, you may see it differently, but that's how it is. Let's go to the next game we can talk about. I don't think any one of us played it, but it's definitely something we have to talk about, which is Death Stranding. Uh, I didn't really catch on to the hype for it. Yeah, yes, so yes. Death Stranding is Unless weird. you're a Kojima fan, then... <coughs> that's the thing. So, Isa, what you say is perfect, because that's what I've always been saying to a lot of people. I said, if you are a Kojima fan, this is the perfect game for you. But if you're not yes. a Kojima fan, it's just You'll another be... game. Yeah. You know? And <coughs> I... So, Kojima did the World's Trending Tour. Um, mm-hmm. came to Singapore. Came, he came to Singapore. I went to Singapore. Uh, World Strand tour. It was interesting to have like another look at Death Stranding and like talking to people who played Death Stranding and just figuring out what, based on gameplay and what people's experience are from Death Stranding. 
and what Kojima spoke about during the World Tour, what Death Stranding is. I didn't even know what the game was about, honestly. Yeah. I still so, don't. <laughs> like, that's the thing. You will never All know what Death Stranding, what it is. Yeah. You will never understand what the hell Death Stranding is if you and never you played, the game? played the game or spoken <coughs> or read about Kojima. it. That's the thing. Even if you read about it, it's something like, oh, so you deliver stuff. That's what the, it looks to you. To be fair. And I had to hear Kojima himself talk about it. And I'm going to be honest, not really what I expected the game to be. So according to Kojima, Death Stranding, and this is something that he himself said during the, the press stuff. And he was saying like, um, Death Stranding is a game about connecting people and basically it's uh, in a world where we are so disconnected this is a game about being connected and the entire story is basically like trying to get the everything online mm-hmm. and uh, so is it an online game it's an online it's a pseudo online game so you know those like bloodborne where you can leave yeah, notes. You... It's the same thing. It's just. But you can't like play with people. No, you can't play with people. So it's okay. that bloodborne of you can leave stuff for people. So like you can leave a ladder uh, across this river, for example. Everybody that's playing Death Stranding can use it, uh, and they can like. Uh, that item that you left so it'll be like part of their world not everybody oh, that's, that's kind of cool though yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool <laughs> it's, wow <laughs> yeah and it's the entire story is basically like there's two groups the good guys and the bad guys and you you are Sam Porter Bridges and you basically have to rescue the president of the United States and bring her back to the White House to continue the presidency and continue like um, the uh, like to help out and connect the people around the world through America and everything. It's a very like that. And that's what Death Stranding is. I think that's a cool idea, but. The reason why nobody gets the game is just mainly because the fact that you can't. If you don't play the game, you have to pay 60 bucks to understand the game. Nobody would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's the other question I want to ask you guys. It's like, if, let's say you, you have a game where something like death trending because it de- didn't really affect you guys like the pro- there wasn't much promotions or anything like that for the game it didn't really affect you guys but knowing that like knowing the information that you know now would you buy the game honestly yeah i'd give it a shot how about you Ethan? i don't mind i'll try if it was on sale i'd definitely get it yeah. that's the thing would you buy it at full 60 dollars or like would it be a sale like it must uh, be a sale, or like sale, Definitely. sale, yeah, yeah. Same thing. I don't think I would want to like Death Stranding is a good game, but I wouldn't pay sixty bucks. Mainly the fact that I'm not a Kojima fan. Like I like Kojima, but I'm not like a crazy diehard. A diehard fan. Yeah. We'll skip over Resident Evil too, cause it's just a remake. Isn't that uh? The people who made uh, PT? Yeah, Kojima made PT. Like yeah, yeah. Okay. He actually spoke Think about like it. Then he bailed out? Uh, or something like that? Konami fired him. Oh, okay. Yeah, Konami fired him. So they didn't make PT. Then they made Death Friend. Dude, that would have been so fucking good if they did that. Yeah. I would actually like... pay 60 bucks for PT because I actually know what the hell it is. Oh fuck, I'm gonna You know die. what I'm saying? Like, yep. just playing the demo of it, it was just... Yeah, it was a really good demo. It was crazy. It was a really good demo. So we'll skip Resident Evil 2, because it's a remake. 
um, because I think it's... I want to play it, but I just I, I don't want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I get the hype. Remake hype is really good because it's like completely different look to it, different gameplay style, and everything. But Resident Evil 2 just felt like an updated game. Like nothing much has changed in the game. Like story-wise, usually remakes kind of change. I heard it's pretty good though. Like they remade oh, it really good. Don't don't get me wrong. I think they really did a really good job with the remake. But it just feels like one of those like remakes where we didn't change anything in the story. Which I think they should have. They should have been a bit more brave about it. Uh, but we'll skip that over. Uh, let's talk about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the next game. Game of the year. Uh, what do you guys think of Super Smash? I have my own opinions. I have the game. What would you guys think of Super Smash? I say good for Super Smash. Good for Super Smash? Uh, what I'll about, say good. Like, what do you? Good job. Good job. Definitely good job. I think, so, uh, I think it was Sakurai who who did it, who, who was the director for the game. Uh, yeah, Masahiro Sakurai. He did a really good job with the game. Uh, what do you think, Dustin? Do you own Super Smash Brothers? Right now? Cause I yeah. think you do. Like, have you played it? Yeah, so you, I'm still think? unlocking everybody. Dude, think? I fucking love it. <laughs> it's one of the best. I think it's one of the best Super Smash because of the fact that it's on Switch. It's weird yeah. saying that, but it's true. If this was on any other console, I would say, and I'm not talking about like oh Xbox or or PS4. It's just the fact that if it was on the Wii U, or if this was on the Wii, it wouldn't be as good as it was on the Switch because yeah, because I I played the Wii one, it it was fun. It was fun, but but you can't bring it, it out. It was really yeah. I think that is the number one thing about Super Smash Brothers that uh, ultimately that makes it better. Oh, the the thing that makes a Switch good is because you can bring it out. Yeah. And then you can play with friends since yeah. you know it, um, the switch, you know the controller thing. Yes. So the yeah. Joy-Con is perfect for the switch when you play two players, because you don't really yeah. need that much buttons to play Super Smash. It's a four-button thing, and I think they did this game so perfectly for the switch. Yeah. So, so if two people bring their switch, you you can have like a what a you can Smash have a Bros. Place. Yeah. Party. It's so perfect. The only thing I don't like about the Joy-Con is my left, uh, yeah. my left trigger. Oh, it's your, already kind of giving triggers. out. Yeah, your left trigger is messed up. But I think Super Smash, like, they did it perfectly with the characters, the DLC characters, uh, and also <coughs> they did it perfectly with how it plays on the Switch. And how, um, I think... Even with the Joy-Cons, it's really easy to play. Yeah, and it's hard to say that with a lot of other games. Like, Minecraft isn't... It, it takes getting used to, to play it on Minecraft for Joy-Con. Because the like buttons... Like, with just one Joy-Con? No, as in, like, uh, two Joy-Cons, but it's weird because it's how the button layouts are. Especially the AVXY for Minecraft, but when you play uh, Super Smash, it's, they don't tell you anything. It's just like press the up button or press the down button, you know. And it's so good. It's such a party game that I love it. I love Super Smash Brothers. And I'm trying I, to decide what game I should get for the Switch. Here's a what my here's, next game should be. Here's a game that you should get for the Switch, and it's uh, a lot of RPG games. And talking about an RPG game, the next one, uh, The Outer Worlds. So, who here has played Outer Worlds? I have. Definitely me. Lisa has. Dustin, have you yeah. played The Outer Worlds? Nope. Okay. Uh, only reason why I 
played the Outworlds is because of the Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, same. Yeah. And <laughs> worth it. So I'm gonna worth say it. this about Outworlds. Uh, we'll talk about a lot more about the Outworlds. It's Outworld. not on Switch, is it? It's coming out on Switch next year. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. if you can get it for a cheaper price, just get it, man. It, it's yeah. good. It's a good game. It's good. And worth, part, worth your time. Well, I have it because Rave has it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just need to update it on my Xbox. So, here's what I would say about the Outer Worlds. And I would say this is the perfect way of saying, of talking about Outer Worlds, is that it's a video game that's not, that <coughs> is like Fallout, but better. It's like Fallout 4, <coughs> but better. It's what I would say about Outer Worlds. And I think that pretty much sums that. up. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums up. And let's talk about the winner. Uh, let's discuss about winning the game of the year. Is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice one game of the year? What do you guys think about that? I honestly you... didn't expect it, but I'm glad it did. Yeah. It's a good game, so, you know, I, I'll i just leave it at that. There's a lot of contenders for best game of the like the game of the year. There's a lot. And I think a lot of them actually like uh, deserve it. But this is what I'll say. Oh, you're playing Pokemon Sword. This is what I'll say about Sekiro. <laughs> this, this is what I'll say about uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. It deserves Game of the Year. Simply the fact that uh, not only did it have really good marketing, it was out of all the game of the year games it was the most talked about game when it came out yes yes it was Death Stranding was most talked about before it came out because nobody knew what the heck it was when it came out nobody really gave a damn about it and I think Sekiro did perfect for that so let's uh, so we can go on and on about all the stuff in the game awards uh, but we don't have much time. This is a very short podcast. We're trying to make it a short podcast for you guys, so you can just listen whenever you want to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hopefully, uh, the next thing the the next thing we want to talk about is actually Xbox Series X. The next generation of Xbox is official. Was officially announced. At the Game Awards by Phil Spencer, he showcased it. Have you seen it, Dustin? Uh-uh. Okay. So it looks like a mid-tower PC. Uh, I would suggest you click on the Xbox link. I think you don't even need to click on it. You can actually see the image on Facebook Messenger. Uh, you should really check it out, uh, how it looks. If you're watching this on YouTube, I will actually post it. On, uh, you can actually see the the image. Xbox Series X looks like a mid tower PC. You're looking at it right now. Very interesting. Very interesting name for an Xbox. And um, it's there's a lot of features to unpack. I think we'll talk about the ones that are important to us, obviously. Number one, we'll talk about is the design of it. Lisa, you've seen it. Dustin, you can mm-hmm. see it on Facebook Messenger right now. Then you can collect your thoughts. I call it a mid-tower... I call it a tower PC. It's what I call the Xbox. Obviously, we don't know what is the actual... To be honest, I don't think it's a mid-tower. It's more like a... Shoebox. Okay, so you call it the size of a shoebox. Okay. Dustin, have you seen it? Did you see it yet? The tower? Yeah, did you you see it? Yeah. Okay, what what do you think? Because I call it a tower PC. Isa calls it a shoebox. Which I've not heard it yet. Because I'm comparing the controller with the box itself. So, oh yeah, that's actually a good yeah. way to compare yeah. it. That's actually a good way to compare it. Cause it's Cause it, 
if it's a mid tower, it's gonna be a bit bigger. But mm. for this, it's actually quite small. That I didn't think of that. So it's the size of an Xbox One controller. Is the controller for the Series X. So basically, you're oh. stacking three PS, uh, Xbox controller. Yeah. You're stacking three of them. So that's so, yeah. That that's the size. So, that's actually pretty small for a console. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, Dustin, what do you? But think? it's a box, though. It's a box. They really made a box this time around. We thought they made a box last time. They made a box. Dustin, what do you think? What do you think of uh, what it looks right now? I don't really care too much for you it. You don't really care? Okay. Nah. You're the one of those few people that I know that said that. So that's interesting. But that's cool. Uh, so we have a few things that we can talk about. We can go about it real quick because I think the last thing is what we really care about. So number one is, we already talked about the design. Number two is that you can use every Xbox One accessory with the Xbox Series X. Now, question to you is, how much does this matter to you? Because to me, it really does matter a lot. Because I this means that my Xbox One controller is not a useless dud to me. And it's also the fact that well. it raises the question of, can you use Kinect with it? Mm. Very important That's question. Actually. Yeah. Because they did say every, so who knows. What would you guys think of that fact? Like, backward compatible accessories with everything. That's actually good. It's basically saying, um, you know what? If your controller is still usable, you don't have to buy a new one, you know? Yeah. I think that's very important. Also, like, the Series X controller, you can just keep it and use it uh use when your current xbox one controller dies you know? mm-hmm. and uh another thing is also the series x controller you can use it with the xbox series uh, xbox one so you can buy a series x controller and use it with xbox one so what do you guys think of that great dustin what do you think I think it's pretty good. I think that's like the number one thing, right? Like to all of us, it's just like, yeah, that's cool that you guys did that. Like, you don't really expect that when the new generation console comes out. And it's like, oh, that's true. Okay. Let's go. Do you guys have anything else to say about like the backward compatible on hardware? Anything else? Hardware. Backwards compatibility, I want that to be on PlayStation 5. Yeah, we'll, we will, we'll All see the way how back. PlayStation 5, we'll see how PlayStation 5 does with that. But we'll talk about software here in a bit. Let's go to the next thing, which is um, software in terms of how software and hardware work together. So, in a technique, they, they said on their website, they said from a technical standpoint, this will manifest as world-class visuals in 4K 60fps with possibilities of up to 120 fps with variable refresh rate and 8k capability i have my thoughts on this what you guys think about what this statement or like of them going like oh it's 4k it's 60 fps it can do 120 and 8k what do you guys think of it Personally. 108k holy fuck no, 8K, 120 FPS. 108K oh, okay. is, is I, I don't think that exists. But I would love to see that. Uh, actually, a 8K display? Is there an 8K display? I, yeah, I think I think there is. Because that's my number one concern, right? Is there an 8K display? Then the second concern is, is there an 8K display with 120 hertz refresh? You know? Yeah, I do. That's think a so. that's a other thing. So it to me, 8K doesn't really matter, if I'm being honest with you guys. 
<coughs> but the 120 yeah. frames matters. That's true. Yeah. But what do you guys think of like the standard 4K 60fps, that standard? What do you guys think of that? I feel they promised that on Xbox One X. They didn't really deliver it properly. This time they say they will. What do you guys think? I mean, I've never even played on a 4K TV, so I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's the other thing I was thinking about, this 4K standard, which is how many people they are not gamers, they are like casual, like, oh, I'll buy an Xbox just to play like Halo or like Call of Duty and all that. Actually own 4K dedicated to gaming. Yeah, not much. Yeah. And TVs... You, even if they do, those people just rich. Yeah. <laughs> and like, those cheap 4K TVs, I don't think they are 60 hertz. So, it's a weird thing. You need to actually buy like a monitor for this. Be like, oh, this is, this is something I want to have. So, it just seems weird to me. But it's good to have. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But... It's weird to see a console do this, what I would say. And uh, let's get to our last point, which uh, I think Dustin is, will be willing to talk about. A lot more opinions on this. I think all of us will have a lot of opinions. Is that one console for generation of gaming, aka the Xbox Series X can play all original Xbox games, all Xbox 360 games, all Xbox One games, and obviously all Xbox Series X games. This is important. That is important. That is very important. Very, very important. Yeah. Mainly because it's... Uh, I think GOG tweeted this at Phil Spencer, and I think it's the most uh, important thing to, to, to like uh, like for important statement is what I'm trying to get as is that Gioji said uh, we are happy to hear about your backward compatibility feature uh, and they said preserving games for next generation of players to enjoy is always worth striving for I think that's the number one important thing about Backward compatibility with every game in the Xbox uh, lineup of consoles. I mean, it yeah, because back then Xbox had a lot of good games. Yeah, like there's a lot of 360 that games they don't that really. They yeah, even PS4. If PS4 yeah. can, you know. Yeah, especially PS4, dude. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, bring back a PlayStation, PlayStation 2 in general. Yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, even PlayStation, PlayStation 1, holy 2. shit. Yeah, oh man. God. So I will ask this question. What is the number one game? The number one game that you will play on backward compatibility? Choice to Metal 3. Choice to Metal, no, on, on Xbox. Not on PlayStation, we'll get to that here in a bit. Fuck. But on, <laughs> on Xbox. I don't know. What is the number one game? <clears throat> I have one, but... Xbox. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I didn't really have an Xbox, Halo, like an old, like the first Xbox. I so. didn't too, but I played a lot of games on it because I went to shops and played it. It's like one of those like, yeah, come on and play. The like, Xbox, Xbox. Yeah, OG. I said Halo Xbox. 2. Halo 2. That's on Chief on, Collection, so yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why. So the, is so that's the only reason why I bought an Xbox in the first place was to play... Halo. Halo, yeah. yeah same. Yeah. I think OG, everybody is going to be like, oh, Halo, Halo, Halo. Yeah, that, is... That's why they keep remaking the Master Chief yeah. collection. I think, personally speaking, for me, the very first game that I will run out, buy, play, there's OG Xbox. Not many people know about this game. It's actually WWE Raw 2. It's a very old Xbox game. It's OG Xbox. It's only on Xbox. And it was a weird uh, WWE game. Because 
it was not developed by the normal people. Yukes. And it was... You can customize everything in the game. So you can customize every wrestler. You can customize everything. And you know in the Royal Rumble match, if you... Uh, go if you get out of the ring over the top rope, both feet land on the floor. You're eliminated. So, WWE Raw 2 is one of those weird games where you can exit the ring in a Royal Rumble match. No AI would do it, and you can just stay out there until the last guy. You can run back in, eliminate that guy, beat the Royal Rumble, go to WrestleMania. It was a weird wrestling game, and I would play that game. <laughs> it was the most weirdest, but like, fun-ass wrestling game. And uh, there's also another one which is, uh, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just two games that I would love to play. It's uh, It had a crocodile and everything, it's weird. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Crocodile? Yeah, it's like brutal something. Ooh. It's not Brutal what Legends the? though. That's a Jack Black production. Uh, I'm gonna check it out uh, on the OG Xbox. Like, what is it? Uh, but what do you guys think of the current? Uh, state of the the Xbox Series X with all of backward compatibility coming in, all of uh, everything coming in. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, as long as they bring good OG games, you know. Brutal Force. Fine. Brute Force, guys. The game is called Brute Force. It's a very fun game. It's a launch title for the Xbox. But it's. That's the thing, like, it's every single, from what I hear, every single game from the uh, Xbox lineup, meaning Xbox original, Xbox 360, Xbox One, all of it will be able to be played on the Series X. That's good. Yeah. So you guys don't know what is the first... Xbox game that you guys will play from backward compatibility. Which is interesting. Mm. I will play. Well, Rock there there is this. Uh, I forgot the name of that game. Is it, is it Tron 2? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying hey, to go. But through. if it, if that was, then. Kung Fu Chaos. Is it that one? <coughs> No, well, a lot of a lot of games I played on PlayStation Two are on Xbox, like the yeah. original Xbox. So, mm -hmm. whatever I say, I'd go back and play on PlayStation Two. It basically. Damn, you're getting out. You're getting out. You're gonna end the podcast. <laughs> um, here's here's another question. So let's bring it to PlayStation side. They have yet to release any details about PlayStation 5 but they did I think say, they'd say something about backwards compatibility wrong, being yes. all the way like completely uh, so this is what they said about um, PS5 backward compatibility is that the PS5 will be official news so far is that the PS5 will be backward compatible with PS4 games. They didn't say anything else. Um, but they did say it's all PS4 games. So, not too sure if it's going to go to PS3, PS2, and PS1. But it's all PS4 games because it's based part on the PS4 architecture. It's what they said. That being said, uh, let's say they officially come out and say hey it's backward compatible with all of PlayStation era because Xbox did it they want to do it to, to compete what is the first 
PlayStation era. In the entire PlayStation oh, era. I already said it. <laughs> you said Twisted Metal. Three. Twisted Metal 3. Twisted Metal. Oh, wow. Very specific. Twisted Metal 3. Okay. So, what is yours that you will go play? Huh. Because I have be... one. I actually have one. You, you guys know Dakapong Kingdom? Dakapong like Kingdom. It's like a board game. Oh, no. Yeah, it's like a board game, but uh, if I'm not wrong, that game actually destroys friendship. Oh. Yeah. Oh, holy shit, I'm looking at it, it right now. It's a fun game, it's a fun game. Wow. It's on... The, oh my it's god. It's like RPG, but uh, board game. Holy crap. Yeah. So, you is basically you versusing with your friends to see who can... You know, save the princess or oh save the God. kingdom. Okay. Yeah. And then there's a lot of. I wouldn't mind actually playing so, that. That's interesting. Yeah, and in that game, if you, um, there's like first, second, third, uh, like the ranking. Mm -hmm. So if you forever at last ranking, mm -hmm. for like uh, I think three or five turns, mm -hmm. you become uh like a devil. Oh wow. Basically, you're overpowered, you can kill anyone in one shot. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That's... But, wow. Um, and you play you, you basically PS2. have negative... Yeah, yeah, PS2, bro. Oh shit. It really had it's a lot really of a fun game. game. It had a... They put a lot of thought into games back... It's because they didn't have, like, online play back then, dude. Yeah! Oh, yeah, that's true. Cause they had to make the game... They had to make it good. OG Xbox had Xbox Live back then. I remember that. Yeah, and then they made Halo. Yeah. And Halo was awesome. So, for me, PS2... The number one game that I would get if PS5 was backward compatible with all of PS2... PS1, and PS3, and PS4 I will actually get WWE Smackdown Here Comes the Pain I'll run out and buy it I'll just be like, who has this game right now? Cause that is a game that <laughs> eBay, I'll straight away, eBay. Yeah, I'll straight away I'll be like, oh my god, I want this game right, ship it to me What country do you live in? I don't give a shit I'll pay extra <laughs> Give me that game. It was, it's, it was and still regarded as the best wrestling game uh, till this day. WWE Smackdown hit on the thing. It's nuts, dude. Okay, we wanted to do a 30-minute podcast. I guess it's episode one, so it's an hour podcast. But uh, next episode onwards is going to be only 30 minutes. You guys have any last thoughts on Xbox Series X? And um, anything about it? It better be good. Better be yeah. good. Okay. So what about you? Same thing. Same thing. Just okay. don't screw up. <laughs> uh, my last thoughts is uh simple. Uh, make sure all backward compatibility exists, and the console comes out, and all all games backward compatibility still exists. Doesn't change a damn thing. Don't change anything. Make it backward compatible like crazy. Because that's the important thing I would say about Xbox Series X is that you can play any and every game that's backward compatible. That's important. Mm -hmm. Alright. And oh. don't, just mm -hmm. don't go back on your promise. Yeah, don't go back on promises. That's not cool. That's not cool. Alright, hope you guys enjoyed this. This is the Crosswall Podcast. If you guys want to listen to this, you can listen to this on Anchor. Uh, that's where I think oh, it's on Anchor. I'm not too sure, but we our episodes are also on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Uh, thank you Anchor for distributing this. And uh, if you guys uh, want to know, uh, want us to talk about a specific podcast or anything, you can actually go and tweet me because I will. I think I'm the only person out here who has Twitter. It's at Rave Zero. At R4VEZER number zero. 
and also my Facebook same thing so go and check it out uh, and then I'll create a Twitter account very soon for this podcast a crossroad podcast so yeah alright guys hope you guys enjoyed this podcast see you soon next week we'll talk about more stuff too.